ECW live cast this week is ECW Hardcore TV episodes 68 and 69 August 2nd and August 9th 1994 welcome back BTT Army I'm Mike Pru along with JV as always JV how you doing doing well man how are you doing Doing well well, I'm doing well in a sense (laughs) I'm doing well (laughs) but I don't know if my health is well as uh, I've had a cold for the past couple of days and had to had to go get a test, a COVID test, you know, protocol for work. Because if you're out sick, well, you got to get tested before you can come back. So, got tested and waiting on results. Hopefully, hopefully it's all good. Yeah, okay. hopefully they get those to you quick. Right. I thought that's nerve wracking in of itself. You know, luckily, tomorrow's a remote learning day, so I don't technically have to be at work anyway. But I'd like to have the result by Thursday because Thursday would be another day that I miss in person. Hopefully find out tomorrow as we record this. <laughs> Hopefully by the time you listen to this, it's all set and I'm all good. <laughs> yeah, you're COVID free. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, guys, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at ExtremeCast, at ExtremeCast. And follow me, Mike Pru at MPRU83. Follow JV at John Van Damage. Also check out our other show. It's the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the Career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. We have a Facebook group. Facebook group. We have a Twitter page. It's at Bottom Line Cast. So check us out there. You can get us on any podcast that you like, podcast catcher or whatever the hell. Like Apple Podcasts, Podbean, you know the shit. You know, just search Bottom Line Wrestling Cast and you'll find us. We've been around for two years, so it, we're, we're widely available. Yeah, we're point. out there. Yeah, so check us out. We've done. Over 92 chronological episodes of Stone Cold's career dating back to January of 96, all the way up until August of 2001, plus over 40 bonus episodes of watch-alongs and Stone Cold top fives of each year of his career. So check it out. Plenty there. That's the bottom line wrestling cast. All right. So let me just do a few shout outs before we get started with this week's episodes, which again is August 2nd and August 9th of 1994. Shout out to Rick Beebe. Hey, Rick Beebe, our research department head, he uh, he gave me some information via Twitter this past week, and it had something to do with what we were talking about on the previous show, where there was a ring that had, like, Studio 54 logos on the mat. So, I had forgotten this. I, maybe I did mention it, but Paul Heyman used to work at Studio 54 at one point, and Rick informed me that he had promoted a wrestling show there. 
So since he promoted a wrestling show there, he probably had to buy the ring and the mat for the show. So he probably just had these old Studio 54 mats laying around and used them on one of these side shows that they went to. Because if you notice, the Studio 54 ring mats weren't used at ECW Arena. It was at some other location. So maybe use those for that. So yeah, nice little tidbit of information yeah, there. More uh, more news. Yeah, more than we knew. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that shit. Yeah. And it I, makes sense. I mean, right. he would have he would keep it, right? He wouldn't just throw that fucking shit away. Right, it's probably cost a shit ton of money. <laughs> yep. He probably only ran one show there at Studio 54. I was like, oh shit, now I'm stuck with this thing. Yeah, use it for ECW. Who gives a shit? You know, and again, it wasn't like it was the ECW arena, so it wasn't the main audience, and it wasn't made for the TV program. Uh, it just so happens that they did use footage from that show. Anyway, I think we'll see more of that rink in the next couple episodes, possibly. All right, so thanks, Rick Beebe, for that. Also want to give a little shout-out to the hype man, Luke Jennings, and he's going on a new venture. He's been inspired by podcasts as of late, just like we were, you know, just like I was, too, you know. We get into podcasts probably mainly because we like podcasts and we think that we maybe have something to say about (laughs) 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 what we're we're reviewing, watching, or whatnot. So anyway, Luke Jennings is on his new venture to be part of the wrestling community, the podcast wrestling community. So he's come up with a show. It's called the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, and I'll, I'll... pat myself on the back because i came, i came up with that title for him <laughs> yeah said i it, saw that i saw your recommendation right was that yeah. when you posted to him on twitter right yeah. yeah yep so i figured hey you like you like the bottom line wrestling cast you like the extreme cast well you should have a cast too okay let's move away from the word podcast and just cut it shut the cast so he's doing um continental wrestling association cwa uh, it's mostly known as Memphis Wrestling, so I, I came up with Con- Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, the MCWC, and he did a pilot episode this past week, so if you subscribe to his podcast, you can get that first episode, which is March 8th, 1986. It's just a pilot episode. I think he's going to start somewhere a lot earlier than that, or maybe even hop around to different time periods. I'm not sure, but check it out. Does a good job on his first episode, and he does a yeah. solo podcast too. Solo yeah, podcast. Yeah, I had started listening to it, and uh, doing a podcast alone is tough. Yeah, um, I haven't finished it yet because I suck at finishing things, <laughs> yeah. and I get sidetracked pretty easily. You know, work from home and shit. But I plan to, I plan to finish it. You know, for someone's first recording, it's you know, it's pretty damn good quality. Right, you know, better than our our first our <laughs> yeah. first few episodes. That's for sure. Yeah, and he even got the audio in too. Of the show in his, in his first episode. And that took a few episodes to even decide to put the audio yeah. in these episodes. So, yeah. So, he's off to a good start. And he plans on launching the full episodes after after Christmas into the new year. So, a little preview out there. And then you got to wait about a month until the new episodes start rolling in. I also want to give a shout out to Dustin Roberts. He, uh, he, he tweeted at us. He said, it's odd how, you know, you go from watching... Don Morocco and Jimmy Snook as the ECW champs to going to see Mike Awesome killing brain cells with chair shots just three years later. So, <laughs> That's funny. So that was pretty funny that how much has changed, you know, just from 93 to here we are and heading towards the end of 94. It's a totally different ECW. 
So that was cool. Another thing that was cool is Francine. You know, I'd shout her out, but she's not listening, <laughs> most likely. But Francine, uh, there was a tweet put out there of Dawn Marie. And I had uh, I had seen that. And I initially thought it was Francine. Then I took a closer look and it was Dawn Marie. So I just I just tweeted, I love Dawn Marie, but Francine is tops. And, uh, you know, I added at Francine. And then she, she sent back, like, right away. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're welcome, smiley face. Just like the, <laughs> the bikini top on, right? I saw that. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Smoking. So, yeah. Thanks, Francine, so, for is that. that. recent? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Aging well. Yeah. She had the bikini top on. She was doing like a signing just the other night. And she took her top off and was, was sitting in a bikini for a little while. She was like displaying some of her old stuff that she was selling off signed. Yep. So she'd wear the bikini sell it and then write the signature on it so she yeah. so she changed a few times there and it's pretty pretty good shit yeah she's in great shape still she's only four, she's only 45 so she's not too much older than us anyway but, really she was yeah. that young then yeah. wow yep damn good for her yeah no shit and then one last thing because we didn't get we didn't really we haven't gotten to talk about this guy yet because he hasn't showed up in ecw but he's going to show up, and he's going to be a great character in ECW. He's spent a lot of time Smoky Mountain Wrestling. He's been everywhere. And that's Tracy Smothers. Rest in peace, Tracy Smothers. Just passed away recently after battling you know, a big battle with cancer. So, RIP to him. He's going to be uh, a main fixture in ECW's FBI, Full-Blooded Italians. An Italian guy from Tennessee. <laughs> Such a good character. So... We'll we'll get to him in time, but yeah, BTT Army has much love for Tracy Smothers, and we second that here on the Extreme ECW Livecast, and we can't wait to see him in, you know, I think a year or so is when he makes his debut here. 94, 95. Yeah, later in 95. No, 95, 96. Yeah. Because yeah. we're in 94. Right. Heading to the end of 94, too. Crazy. We're in August now, so that brings us to August 2nd, 1994. ECW Hardcore TV, episode 68. With a runtime of 45 minutes, 44 seconds. Get yourself set up there. Okay, what you want to do is go to the WWE Network, go to ECW, or go to in-ring, then go to ECW Hardcore TV. And you want to go to this episode, August 2nd, 1994. But you want to click play right away because you might have a, a little commercial, probably an Undertaker commercial to watch. And that's about 15 seconds. So just get yourself situated at zero 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 six zeros there and i'll give a countdown i'll just read through the ecw hardcore tv little blurb that they have on the network as you're setting yourself up in an in-depth feature looking at the events leading up to hardcore heaven 1994 a special look at mr hughes mikey whipwreck defends the ecw television championship against stevie richards the pitbulls take on Phi delta slam and tag team action Holy Dangerously, The Funks, and more. All right, sounds like a decent show. As we are heading to Hardcore Heaven 1994, which will be our Supercard special on the next episode. So in two weeks, we'll be at Hardcore, Hardcore Heaven 94. All right, JV, you're all set? Yeah, I'm ready, man. All right. You can watch the ad already. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're going to kick off with the Mr. Hughes promo. I'll give a countdown three down to one. When I say play, we all click play and take a listen to what the roughneck has to say. 
I didn't even mean to rhyme there. Three, two, one, play. That's right, daddy. <laughs> that's all that's on my screen right now is the closed captions. That's right, daddy. <laughs> I haven't seen Johnny Gunn in a long time. Salvador Sincere. Jason, I would like to talk to you about managing. You got any money? Money. <laughs> you got any money? <laughs> you got any money? I beat people up for money. Jason paid me good money, so I beat people up good. <laughs> All right, so we have uh, various clips of audio from Mr. Hughes, and now we're getting some video package. With the typical shit-ass music that they love to play here. Because they have to change all the music. There was this oh. Big fast Mr. Hughes. Slob by the name of Baromo. He got my face. I ate his lunch. He's not here no more. He went down with the sidewalk slam. Jason just trips up a guy himself to get all mine. Great chicanery by... The sexiest man alive as now Hughes whips in Balomo. And there's the sidewalk slam. Oh. And three. I like how they're building up Mr. Hughes here. It's like when Holly Race wanted somebody to watch over Luger. When Paul E. wanted somebody to beat up Lawrence Taylor. And when somebody wanted The Undertaker's Iron. Shane Douglas wanted something. The title. And they knew who to call. I just want to tell you that anytime you need the services from me or my roughneck, Mr. Hughes, you got it. Now, our services don't come cheap, but they do come. Ooh, There's this boy by the name of Road Warrior Hawk who <laughs> thought Sherry. he could take the title from the Creep. franchise. Not while I'm on his payroll. Now you can see the cameraman in his promo. That's true, and his sunglasses. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now the show, Mr. Hughes, uh, taking out Hawk. 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 Road Warrior Hawk, which led to one of your classic grants against the Road Warriors <laughs> in an oh, old episode. Yeah. I'm known to do that. <laughs> It's that painter's tape they got holding yeah, the well, fucking ring together. Jesus, what the hell? <laughs> they can't. They couldn't clean the blood stain, so they just cover them with tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long opening, huh? Jeez. J Jason in full leather on the outside. <laughs> yeah. Like he's in it's the. Like he's in the T-Birds from Greece. <laughs> yeah. Stole Eddie Murphy's fucking stand-up. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That's even better. Outfit. <laughs> Let's do a timestamp. I got a 
354, 55, 56. Oh, we're dead on. All right. Wait. <laughs> oh, and there's the there sidewalk is. slam. They didn't show him pin him, though, because he probably didn't pin him. <laughs> yeah, probably interference. Yeah. The beat-up guy. The beat-up guy. <laughs> Mikey's the beat-up guy. That's great. He's talking about Mikey Whipwreck, how he's kicked his ass so many times already. Good nickname for Mikey. The beat-up guy. Yeah, the beat-up guy. He's... Slams look great on Mikey. Yeah. He's pinning him with his finger. Yeah, and then he and then he doesn't pin him. <laughs> Mikey Whipwreck, 19 years old. That's funny. It's crazy. So young. In there with a big-ass grown dude like fucking yeah. Roughneck, Mr. Hughes. Oh, that's the time that that uh, Mr. Hughes wasn't listening, so he got DQ'd because he kept giving him the slam, which is bullshit. He's able to slam him as many times as he wants. Yeah, the hell is that shit? Thought this was ECW. Thought the shit was hardcore. There's this boy by the name of Tommy Dreamer who's been posing problems for the franchise way too long. Now it's time to take him out. So on to Tommy Dreamer now. It's a good, good recap of uh, how we got to where we are right now with Mr. Hughes. All right. Then eventually 911 entering the picture. Yep. So when the network says an in-depth feature looking at the events leading up to Hardcore Heaven 94, a special look at Mr. Hughes, they're not lying. It is an in-depth <laughs> look. <laughs> and what led to Mr. Hughes in Hardcore Heaven 94? I mean, we're six minutes in. And it's a pretty solid recap, though. It's helping out Mr. Hughes' promo. That's true. It's putting it all together. Yeah, they're really putting him over. Because in the little clips, at least early on, it, it wasn't impressive. Mr. Mr. Hughes has grown on us, though. I guess we've watched enough now where we've put the put it into totality, even yeah. before seeing this. But now this is showing us exactly what we thought. Like, oh yeah, he's been pretty badass. Now let's get down to business. His voice is different, like every time. One <laughs> one, the first time you and I met face to face, you lucky you had your flunkies pull you away from me because I was going to mop the floor with you, boy. As the Hugh goes up from behind, Jake the Snake's big brother, 911. <laughs> <laughs> the handler for Sabu. Yeah, Sabu's handler. They're talking shit. Shane McMahon gets behind Mr. Hughes. <laughs> Shane McMahon. Oh, Shane, oh no, Shane Douglas. <laughs> I think you did that last time. Did I? I probably <laughs> <Yeah>. did. <laughs> now I done it. <laughs> yeah, so bottom line WrestleCast, there's too much Shane McMahon over there right now, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get what show we're doing. <laughs> Not my one chance from the crowd. Yeah, he's over. We came face to face. I took pity on you. Because your mama must have been a dog. Because she gave birth to one ugly son of a... <laughs> that was a good one. 
the whole roster's in the ring yeah, at this point. that was crazy. There's <laughs> a huge-ass brawl going down, and it comes down to Mr. Hughes 911. It's funny because the Bruce Brothers are like the biggest guys. In, in yeah, that's true. But Mr. Hughes and 911 are being... They're the, the behemoths in the ring. Yeah. As Joey Styles just said. They're about to slug it. Shane, Shane Douglas is taking them on. Do it. Do it. There they go. Punches back and forth. Right for the throat. Yep. 911. Paulie taking a shot. Paulie looked like Todd Gordon in there for a second. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Got the same hairline. <laughs> you think after this nine-minute opening, they're still going to play the ECW entrance music? <laughs> uh, I'll bet on it. <laughs> it's like the show's a quarter over. <laughs> All right, another confrontation between 911 and Mr. Hughes. They're building up to hardcore heaven where they'll have a match against each other. These guys need to te test their strength. Here. Yeah, that'd be great. Diamond One looks winded. Yeah, he looks like he's gonna fall over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he looks like, like a he's, he's like a drunk guy in a bar fight right now, and he's like, yeah, he's, he's barely up, but he doesn't want to give up. And there they go. Diamond One has him by the throat. Mr. Hughes has him by the throat. And 911 got him. Brings him up. gets the upper hand here. And that was a great moment. We talked, this was on the last episode that we did two weeks ago. Yep. This is still part of the recap of. Oh, yeah. An angel gets in. Yep. BT Angel. To the angel. Yeah. <laughs> Translate that for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Angel's going up. And Angel's down. Put up for the ride. Crash landing. With her Matrix outfit on. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Morpheus. It appears to me you have no idea who you're dealing with, boy. You see... One main mistake you just made was you put your hands on the franchise and the roughneck. You see, I ain't here to play games with My nobody's angel. kids. <laughs> My main reason here today is to make a little M-O-N-E-Y. The franchise pays me a lot of money to watch out over his back. But see, you barking up the wrong tree, boy. What you did to the franchise and to the roughneck was your biggest mistake you ever gonna make in professional wrestling. You see, you call yourself the biggest, the baddest in this land? Boy, let me tell you this. You have no idea what the roughneck can do. Where I'm from, when I mean, when, when I say I am the roughneck, that means that I am the man. The biggest, the baddest, the meanest SOB you ever gonna run across. And now you call yourself wanna give me your best shot. You see, 
I was sitting thinking, I said to myself, I'm going to test this man. I'm going to let him give me his best shot. But you see, 911, that was your mistake. You see, I survived every inch of what you had, you see. But now that I know that I can survive what you can dish out, wait till we collide. Because let me tell you this, not only did you make me mad, but you got my attention real good, boy. I go back to when I was saying, you put your hands on the rough neck, you put your hands on Shane Douglas. Yeah, right. Wrap it up, Mr. Hughes. <laughs> yeah, he's dragging this out. On this precious thing right oh, here. Angel. Angel. And he grabs her by the <laughs> Right, she has Shane injured neck. She has a freaking neck brace on. He grabs house. her by the throat. I play with dumbass. <laughs> you barked up the wrong tree this time, boy. I am the man. You call yourself oh, you got sunglasses on, girl. Ring. You want to be the boss in this town? Hiding a black eye. Bring it <laughs> yeah, right. I got something Probably to say. Yeah, that's true. You know what it's called? It's called the sidewalk slam. Sidewalk slam. And Paulie, <laughs> girlfriend, and I do mean girlfriend, I know from personal experience that a boy like you can handle a woman like me. Hey, show us something. Show him. Ah! Too low. Terrible. Yeah, hey, those, those are hanging down there, man. Yeah. But, but camera sucked. Those are rubbing knees. <laughs> well, I want to see some more of that. Oh, we did get the entrance. Yeah, man. The here it is. Good. It's a little break. <laughs> oh. But um, when he was saying, sidewalk slam. It's called the sidewalk slam. It, was, it made me think of in The Shining. When the the old man in the kitchen talks to Danny, I don't know if you remember the scene, but he's like, "I know what you have. I have it too. It's called the Shining." Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while. Hello, everyone. This is Joey Styles. All right, look at a bad breed. What the hell just happened? All right, the bad breed was yeah, booking it. it. Oh, interrupted by a special bulletin. <laughs> Advertising a scheduled Let's take a listen. Between Terry Funk and Cactus Jack, due to Jack's hospitalization and the fact that he might not get medical clearance to wrestle, Cactus, however, has received medical clearance and he will indeed wrestle Terry Funk at the ECW Arena on Saturday night, August 13th. Saturday night, August 13th, at the ECW Arena, the match has been confirmed: Terry Funk versus Cactus Jack. All right, so Terry Funk versus Cactus Jack. <laughs> Didn't they say right at the beginning of that that Terry Funk hasn't been confirmed? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I didn't really catch where they were going with that, to be honest. Yeah, I could have sworn they said, Terry Funk, he's not cleared yet. But Cactus Jack is, so he will face Terry Funk. Well, no, he won't face Terry Funk if Terry Funk's not cleared. <laughs> but anyways, we go to this tag team match. It's the Bad Breed. And they win in a matter of seconds with a doomsday device. They take on Joel Hartgood and somebody else who I didn't get to see. <laughs> so anyway, it didn't matter. Bad Breed is on their path to hardcore heaven. City of brotherly love, hardcore heaven. It's funny because all their super cards are <laughs> in the same place. <laughs> They're all in the city of the brotherly love. This was fun. Bob Wyatt tag match that we saw. 
Oh, yeah. With all the chairs flying in. The ref with the long sleeves on. Public enemy. Yeah. This was cool. This was one of the better moments we've covered so far. Oh, big time. This is probably ECW. the biggest one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, looks like we get a Terry Funk video package going on here. His Some of his greatest hits. Wow, and he hung Rocco Rock over <laughs> from the Eagle's Nest. <laughs> Match against Sabu, DDT. Terry Funk has been the constant since day one. Oh, yeah. He's been in the, he was on the first episode. He's been great. Look at his legs shaking. The, big, the biggest <laughs> name. Yeah. <laughs> it's that, it's that moonsault, but his legs are shaking. Yeah, Jay Sully in the background. How long into the match are they right there, too? Guy That's, his oh, age. Oh, God. It's got to be the end, too. He just wrapped himself in Bob wire as the chairs come flying in. <laughs> He's fucking nuts. Middle-aged crazy. Oh, he was about to chuck that into the crowd. Like nothing to lose. That's where he's at. Yeah. <laughs> Even Dory Funk's hardcore in that match last week. Last episode. Yeah, the song that they're playing is not too bad. I don't know what it is. I think I said it before. This is one of their better dubbed-in songs. Yeah. Probably no copyright on this one. <laughs> Get ready for the beatdown. So mostly a recap so far in this episode. Yeah, there hasn't been match yet, so you haven't seen a match. It's kind of like the big, big show leading up to Hardcore Heaven. Even though next week's episode is before Hardcore Heaven 2, so wonder what we'll have to see on that episode. Alright, so now we get some Cactus Jack footage. Bang, bang! Right, so I mean, we're going to be at, like, the next few minutes, we'll be halfway through this episode and no match. That's crazy. <laughs> Crying pan. <laughs> <laughs> but we did have one match that lasted, like, a minute. <laughs> I already forgot it. What was it? It was the bad breed. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Not even a minute. Yeah, it was just... They ran to the ring. Special announcement. They came back. Doomsday device. It was over. <laughs> oh, we got the big preview here. Terry Funk versus Cactus Jack at Hardcore Heaven. It's the main event. Saturday night, August 13th. <laughs> I know the song now. <laughs> I was going to say, you got a time. I wasn't sure if that was you or the audio. <laughs> kind of had me there. Time to burn the mother down. Hardcore Heaven 94. Oh, I'm getting pumped for it. That's going to be a crazy match. Oh, yeah. Battle of the Giants 911 versus Mr. Hughes. Mr. Hughes. Mr. Hughes. Sabu versus Tuco Scorpio. That'll right. be a good one. Good card so right. far. Sandman versus Tommy Dreamer, grudge match. This, this sounds like an ECW card to me. With the woman. It's a woman smacked to the face of Tommy Dreamer. Now we get a little recap package. Oh, woman backhand, back and forth. So we get a little recap of the Tommy Dreamer Sandman feud. Tommy Dreamer lays a kiss on a woman because he's hardcore. <laughs> and gets whacked in the back of the head by the Singapore cane. 
and the back of the neck. It was brutal. Tamia doesn't give a fuck. ECW TV title. Missed it. <laughs> Taz, and Ta uh, Taz and Snooker versus the Pitbulls. That's right. Taz gave Snooker the rub in yep. our last episode. We covered. Oh, Snooker gave Taz the rub. That's what I meant. Snooker gave Taz the rub. All right, so here's um, the Heat Wave 94 tour. It's ECW TV title match. Mikey Whiprack against Stevie Richards and has the Studio 54 mat. Yep, you can see this. It is. It does say Studio 54 on those. It's a nice looking mat for a Studio 54 show. Just seems out of place here in ECW. <laughs> All right, Stevie Richards tossing Mikey the beat-up guy. Onto the mat. Look at that mullet that Stevie Richards has. Mean mullet. It's funny to see him here. Yeah, jeez. It's funny to see Stevie Richards here with this mullet and then to see him on the right to censor. Back in 2001. Yeah. Clean cut. Yeah. Health insurance salesman. Nice drop kick by Mikey Whitbreak. Yeah. Sending Steve Richards out of the ring. We got the Studio 54 ring apron. Yep. Mad again. Yep, so they're back in that same location that is not the ECW arena. We've been here before because I, I recognize that same staircase that seems to lead up to nowhere. <laughs> Probably a parking garage. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that's what you said last time, too. <laughs> it's like a basement parking garage. Oh, they're doing some moves here. Oh. Nice clothesline by Steve Richards. So yeah, finally got a match. Something to watch here. Something new. Yeah, Stevie Richards looks like he's auditioning for that movie, Airheads. <laughs> yes, he does. It came out, what, the same year or a year before? Right around this time. That Brandon Frazier, Brendan Frazier, Steve Buscemi. And Adam Sandler. And Adam Sandler. How the fuck do I forget Adam Sandler? <laughs> That was before Adam Sandler started to have his big roles. I mean, obviously he was yeah, in but SNL. But, yeah. But yeah. He was feeling Steve Buscemi at the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't know who the fuck Steve Buscemi was at the time. I wouldn't know him for a couple of years. Yeah, I don't think I realized that he was like a big deal in Airheads until like he was in Big Daddy as the bum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know me and Egg McMuffin. <laughs> Hey, so that's where Sandler and Buscemi probably first made their connection with each other. Yeah. On Airheads. I must have seen that movie a shit ton of times when it was on HBO, when it first came out on HBO. Same here. I watched that a few, definitely. Oh, yeah. HBO back in the day, they'd re-air those movies constantly. Yes, over and over It's like a six-movie rotation. <laughs> it was even worse when they first came out in the late 80s. The same movie like three times in a day. <laughs> yeah, so the action continues here. Seeing a lot of flying clotheslines, though. And now we're in a headlock. Mikey has Stevie in a headlock. Transition move here. Yeah, talk over the next few spots with each other. 19-year-old Mikey Whipwreck. Stevie Richards can't be much older than that either. No. This hot break kid shorts. Yeah, he always fancied himself to be like Shawn Michaels. Yeah, the kick. He's not doing a uh, Shawn Michaels kick any service. <laughs> yeah. That was but pathetic. That's his finishing move, too, is the yeah. super kick. 
Well, he, I just missed it because I was looking up something. He, he went for a super kick? Yeah, it was like a... It was just a kick. Oh. I want to call it super. <laughs> All right, Stevie Richards born 1971 in October. This is, what, 94? Yeah. 23 and 94, but it would be... 22 here. 22 at this time, yep. Wow. Ooh. Big bump. Mikey punches Stevie off the apron, and then Stevie takes the hit onto the guardrail. Quick, a clean hit on that guardrail, too. Yeah. Probably didn't realize it was so close. I just heard somebody say, fuck you. Same here. I think it's the guy in the black shirt in the middle. <laughs> oh, powerbomb from Stevie Richards to Mikey. Bomb. You don't see powerbombs from smaller guys, really, in the early 90s. No. It's always a big man move. Yep. <laughs> I guess, you know, down in an independent promotion, it was all bets off. Yeah, that was probably more controlled than WWF. Like you're a small guy, you're not doing power bombs. Yeah. It's only for the big guys. Do some karate kicks. It's a hot girl so, at ringside. Stevie Richards is taking control of this match here. Yeah, he is. Oh, whoa! I don't know what Mikey Ooh. was. Looked like Mikey was supposed to kick off, push him out from the corner, but Mikey fell out of the ring. But yeah. he, he held on though, made it look good. Yeah, he, he, he held on long enough to. Hits a cross body from the top rope. Jason Bailey stopped the count. Yeah, he barely stopped it. The ref could have counted three. Jason slides in there at two, but doesn't break up the count. The referee looks and then decides to stop counting. <laughs> yeah. And now it's called ref. the VQ. Fucking sweaty gutter Muppet. <laughs> so Jason's in there with his windbreaker suit. And he breaks up this match. Mikey was going to win anyway. Why not let's let the guy win? I mean, if it, it would be one thing if Stevie Richards was about to win. And Jason, knowing he has a title shot coming up at Hardcore Heaven, doesn't want him to win the title because then he won't have the shot. Yeah, well, that would make sense. Uh, I guess he's just being an asshole. He wants to fuck with just Mike. Just being Jason. That's what yeah. Jason does. Yeah. Being a heel, being Talking an to the asshole. camera the whole time. He'll, he's definitely got good presence on where the cameras are, Jason. He does. But, At least the stretch more, because that kick sucked. I mean, he needs to understand that the camera is not picking up what he says. <laughs> yeah. Especially Joey Styles is talking on commentary. I've always heard that that's a big pet peeve of announcers, is guys talking into the camera. It fucks up their flow. All right, let's hear Jason with a totally different look again. Yeah. <laughs> all you women, even men, are just dying for me to strip out of my clothing <laughs> and reveal my beautiful rock-hard body. And I will do that so you could salivate over it. But before I do, I would like to bring you back to the most moving moment in the history of the ECW when Superfly Jimmy Snuka decided that he wanted to uh, adopt the Tasmaniac. Hunter Q. Alright, so we saw this last episode. Hunter Q trying to fuck with Snuka. Snuka says bullshit. 
Snooker turns babyface here. And aligns himself with the Tasmaniac so they can become the Jungle Boys. <laughs> <laughs> when Snooker goes crazy, he reminds you of like the voodoo priest from the Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you're just going to like summon your heart of your chest. <laughs> this is Hunter Q's last. Uh, this has got to be it, right? To that? Yeah, I think that's what we just guessed. I don't know if we're yeah. right. But this might be a swan song. Hunter, you're no longer needed. You might be around, yeah. though. We could be wrong. Hello, darkest, my old friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so that's how, we, yeah, that's how it went down. The pit bulls attacked Snooka. Taz runs in to make a save. The pit bulls raising hell and havoc in ECW, according to the sign guy in the front row. So again, more recap. Yep. Still building. Building up to this hardcore heaven match, the Pitbulls versus Snooker and the Tasmaniac. And we're not covering hardcore heaven for another what? Next two? next episode. Oh. Next next episode we do? No, the in two weeks. That's yeah, that's what yeah. I meant. Yeah. It'll be released in two weeks, yeah. Yeah, so there's still the August 9th episode, and then it's Hardcore Heaven. And they go, they're squaring off, but then they embrace. Taz gets the jungle rub from the Snooker Man. <laughs> I'm jungle. You jungle. You jungle now. <laughs> you partners. I big jungle, you little jungle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Knuckle up. Fatherly look. Snooker to the Tasmaniac is what Joey Styles said. That seems true. They got the same bronzer. <laughs> the same curly hair. The shaggy hair. I was going to teach him. I love you, brother thing. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, I get all those hand signals mixed up. Like I one of them's for rock and roll, one of them's devil's horns. I thought it was the like I love the Samoan you. stuff. Is it? But like, yeah, I'm like the Islander type thing. I don't know what. Is he Fiji? I don't know if that's the same as Samoa. Like, I know it's a different island, but I mean, uh, yeah, you better be careful. All right. <laughs> I'll tiptoe around that one. Tiptoe around. But that's just what I always heard. Is that Snooker's thing, man? I love you. I think that's what they said in WWF. Oh. Pitbull sucks, champ. Whoa. That was quickly changed. They Pitbulls were kind of over with the fans for for a bit. All right, so it's Phi Delta Slam. They're back here in action. Joey Styles just said that he has no idea who they were because I'm pretty sure the last time we saw them was when Willie Watts was doing commentary. 
Do we know, was one of them already on the show, like wrestling in a singles match? They wrestled The guy in the ring right now looks like Benefico guy, Ernesto. Oh, no. That's not him, right? That's not him. I mean, this tag team, we've talked about them before. They appeared on one match. But they look like it might be different guys. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, fraternities are big. Yeah, they have two (laughs) other guys from the frat. It's like a Mean Street Posse before it's time. <laughs> I dealt the slam. Creative name. Gotta give it to him. Yeah, it is. More creative than the Pitbulls. <laughs> yeah. Right, they could have had Pitbull 1 just be the Pitbull, and then Pitbull number 2 could have been a different dog. Yeah. And then they could have just made like... The dog pound. So yeah, something like that, which would have been popular because Snoop Dogg yeah. and the dog pound were around in 1994. It's Pitbull and Rottweiler. Yeah, there you go. Well, I think, we, I think like, we even said it last week. Just give him like dog style names. Yeah. Oh, actually, they did. They, they do have dog style names. It's Rex and Spike. <laughs> yeah. Pitbull Rex, Pitbull Spike. Those are definitely dog names. <laughs> wow, if I dealt the slam is hanging in there, you would think they would be getting their asses kicked. Yeah, what the hell? College boys, they're like 540. <laughs> <laughs> the community college boys. <laughs> if I dealt the slam, let me see. I thought we looked up this stuff or somebody, maybe like Rick BB even said who they were before, but I forget. All right, they were Mick Foley's security in TNA as the main event mafia main event mafia security team. Oh, I vaguely heard of that before, probably from Rick Beebe. Bruno Sassy, Big Bruno, Sal, Sally Boy. Sassy trained current AEW wrestler and executive Cody Rhodes. Wow. So one of these guys in Five Delta Slam was one of the trainers of Cody Rhodes. No kidding. But that's Big Bruno, Sally Boy in TNA. Who's the other dude? Big Tilly. Big Tilly, same thing in 2009. He was in TNA. It's Big Rocco. One half of the main event mafia security force. Yeah, good for them. They hung around the independent scene and got picked up for TNA with Mick Foley for a little bit. That's cool. They clearly really love the business. So yeah, good, good for those guys. Yeah, and it's apparently they're trainers too. Yeah. So they've left a mark on the business. Yeah. Nah. They look like wrestlers here. They don't look like Yeah, I mean, they're on their own. They're kind of like in control of this match. Not kind of. They are in control right. of this match. Well, maybe that will change right now. But they have been in control. Yeah, I can't see them actually winning the match. No fucking way. Now with Hardcore Heaven coming up, Pitbulls have a big match. I would like for Taz and Snooker to come down during this match and cause some trouble for the Pitbulls. I'm a revenge. Oh, here comes the steel chair shots. 
Pitbull number two steel chair shot to one of the members of Fight Delta Slam. One that looks like the 40-year-old man, I would say. He definitely looks older than the, uh, his partner. <laughs> he's got the he's got the hair balding already. Yeah. <laughs> Hairline doesn't help him. Yeah. The other guy has plenty of hair and a nice little beard going on. He's fighting back, even though his his legs injured, got hit with the chair. Pitbull's uh, cutting him off from his partner now. All right. All right. Using the ropes for leverage, he'll oh, move. Yeah, well, he's well, actually using using Pitbull's his partner. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Fight Delta Slam partner gets in the ring to try to rat out the Pitbulls, but the referee just tends to him instead as the cheating continues. Classic heel spot. Yep. And I don't mind when teams do it as long as Earl Hebb is not the ref. <laughs> <laughs> Earl Hebb is not the ref. Fuck him. You should be doing a better job, Earl. <laughs> yeah, you're like the top guy. Right, you shouldn't be fooled by those tricks. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to be the best guy. You're supposed to be the senior official. And they are really going to town on this guy's leg. Yeah. It's like his boot's getting loose. They're working on it so much. <laughs> yeah. Man, maybe this other guy hasn't really wrestled much, so they don't want him in the match. <laughs> All right, did they just give this guy a name? The Pitbulls are really picking apart D-Day. D-Day? Yeah, D-Day. His name's D-Day. And I think his partner's name is Bluto. <laughs> Awful names. D-Day and Bluto. Hey, Bluto makes Blu sense because Bluto is the name of uh, yeah, Jim Belushi. No, not that Bluto, but Jim Belushi in uh, Animal House. Oh, that's his name? I yeah. But Bluto's from Popeye too, right? Right, Bluto's the the yeah the bad guy, the asshole, the jacked guy. Yeah, the big I mean, huge guy. shit. Once Popeye gets his fucking spinach. <laughs> I would, I guess, I would say D Day's probably some reference to <laughs> Animal House, also. No, I mean it makes sense. It's a fraternity movie, right? Yeah, D Day is another character. Yeah. Well, I mean, you figure with their their gimmick is fraternity, Animal House. Yeah. All right, so there it oh, is. Yeah, so. D-Day. Daniel, Daniel Day. D-Day was his nickname. I haven't seen that movie ah. in a long time, but yeah. Looking at it now. Neither have I. Oh, they had a count. Uh-oh. Count going on there, but the referee's not paying attention. Referee's paying attention to what's going on outside the ring rather than what's going on with the legal men in the ring. Crucifix right here from uh, from Bluto. Pitbull number two slams down right back onto Bluto. Pitbull number two comes back in. Joey Styles, Joey Styles gives us a timely school is out. Find out the slam. <laughs> nice pun there. I always appreciate a good pun, good dad joke. Oh, super bomb from the second rope onto Bluto. Pitbull number two pins him for the win. Hey, better match than I thought when I wrote it down that this was going to be a match in the notes. 
Yeah, I kind of expected it to be a squash match, and it wasn't. Exactly. That's what I thought. Not only increase my winning streak. All right, we got Jason I, again. Jason, is he like the host of the show today? Will drive my beautiful Porsche to the ECW Arena in South Philadelphia, and once and for all, just like that, beat your hero, your underdog, your Mister Can't Do Wrong, Mikey Whipwreck. And for the very first time in my career, strap my very first championship belt around my beautiful, well-developed 29-inch midriff. And after I rid the ECW of that ugly, pimple-faced 18-year-old Mikey Whipwreck, I will ask all of you revolting pathetic, ugly Jason wannabes but one question how do you like your new ECW television champion <laughs> you gotta give him the belt cause then people hate him even more <laughs> yeah it's the right booking decision if you're trying to get him over as a legitimate heel yeah you already have the sympathy for Mikey at this point. Oh, so what do we got going on here? We got Jason Shearer. His brother's not here because they got the same tights. So only he can wear them. <laughs> <laughs> they share their tights. I don't know if this is a match or not. We have lukewarm Chad Austin. Jason's posing in the ring. The Pitbulls are slapping around Jason Shearer. Hashtag fuck rockin' rebels in the ring. I guess this is Jason versus... Oh, no, it's not Jason Chair. It's Keith Chair. That would be too confusing. It's <laughs> It would be Jason versus Jason. Hey, you know what? No, it's another thing. Since we've never seen them as a tag team, Keith and Jason, maybe it's just one guy. <laughs> I got to take a look next time to see if they look any different. All right, Paulie, finally. <laughs> And I manage two of the most unique individuals in the history of this or any other sport. The first man is named Sabu, the most homicidal, the most suicidal, the most genocidal, death-defying athlete in the history of professional wrestling. And at Heat Wave 94, right here at the ECW Arena, he defied death once too often. When he went over the top rope, Shane Douglas fell to the wayside. Sabu crashed right into the table, landed on the concrete on his head and was stretchered right out of the ECW arena. So I said to the promoters, if you want to see a man defy death, if you want to see the most suicidal athlete in the history of the ECW, I got the guy for you. Give me Two Cold Scorpio versus Sabu. Because the last time these two guys met, not even an ECW event could contain their hatred, could contain their anger, could contain the type of action that only ECW can bring. And these guys crossed those lines. These guys transcended those boundaries. Can you imagine what Sabu and Two Cold Scorpio will bring to you Saturday night 
August 13th at the ECW Arena. Hell, the last time they met, not even the ECW could contain them. All right, so now we're getting highlights from the Sabu and Too Cold match that we didn't think too highly of the time we watched it. But looking at these clips, they seem to have picked good clips. Yeah, oh. they picked all the spots. Oh, no. Oh, that that's a, probably part of the reason why we didn't like it. Yeah, that's the ropes just broke. And, I, mean, I guess they did their best to keep the match going. But I can't wait to see what happens when Sabu meets Too Cold Scorpio at the ECW Arena Saturday night, August 13th. And as for you, roughneck, as for you, Mr. Hughes, let me tell you something. The big man in this business has been dominating professional wrestling for over 10 years. From your Andre the Giants to your Hulk Hogan's to your Road Warriors, it's the big man that stands on the top of the mountain. And you, my friend, although you took the Undertaker's urn, are no longer the biggest man in the ECW. That distinction belongs to 9-1-1. And even though you did survive, of the choke slam, I can guarantee you one thing. The next time you meet 911, Saturday night, August 13th, right here at the ECW Arena, you go up, you go down, and you get pinned. If you beat 911, I'll leave town. That's how confident I am. And as for that little tramp that you're running around with, who will tell you straight out to your face, she is the number one groupie in the history of professional wrestling. She will tell you straight to your <laughs> face. That the only difference between her and a streetwalker is that a hooker actually gets paid for it. Let me tell you something, Angel, about your personal Damn. knowledge of me, okay? Even something, baby, this freaking big is going to feel this stinking small and something that freaking wide. Oh, Jesus. Wow. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Your pussy's so big <laughs> that something this big is going <laughs> to... That's crazy. This small. <laughs> oh man, it's funny. He's uh, he's he's saying uh, Mr. Hughes got a big dick though. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> a lot of things getting put over there. <laughs> oh man, that's a good way to end the damn show. All right, so mostly a recap episode there with a couple decent matches. I like the five delta slam match against the Pitbulls. That wasn't too bad. And then Mikey Whipwreck versus Stevie Richards for the TV title is pretty good. A whole lot of Jason, more than we'd like. But that's all part of us not liking him is that they overexpose him. And I guess that's the formula to get get you to hate somebody. is Just keep yeah. showing the person that people hate. But anyway, we are still on the road to hardcore heaven. Uh, JV, any thoughts on the show that I didn't mention? No, I mean mostly a recap show, so I don't I don't really have much commentary on it. Yeah, I mean the only thing good about it was that it kind of refreshed everything for us. And yeah, building I up do really. I, I do appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, you know, definitely for a show though. Back in 1994, that's important to do because you don't have DVR, you don't have on demand. So if you missed it one week, <laughs> then you could be totally lost two weeks later. So. The way that they do these shows pretty much keeps people in the know of the main things going yeah. on week after week. So that's why there's often recaps. So Kind of sucks for now, looking back and watching every episode, but that's the reasoning of why it was that way. And the fact that we do the show every two weeks, 
that helps us too. <laughs> yeah. Because we won't Definitely think about a it. Service to us. <laughs> right. We won't think about it again for two more weeks, basically. So it's good to have those recaps. All right. So we're going to take a little break here before we move on. And we're going to play a request here from Frank Alves. He said that this song reminds him of Terry Funk. So with the big Terry Funk versus Cactus Jack match coming up at Hardcore Heaven, he decided to make a good choice here. And it's actually a cover of a song that came out in 1994. So while the version of the song we're going to play is really new, you know, well, not really new, but pretty much new. And you heard it recently. And you heard it in wrestling recently, too, because it was connected to The Undertaker, I believe, right? But this song was originally a Nine Inch Nails song from 1994, and it's Hurt, and we're going to play the Johnny Cash version. I actually like the Nine Inch Nails version a, a lot, too. But we'll go with the Johnny Cash version. Nice, slow, badass song. And try to just think of Terry Funk in this song, and I think it's spot on. So good choice there, Frank. Take a listen to that, and we'll be right back. I hurt myself today To see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real The needle tears a hole The old familiar sting Try to kill it all away But I remember everything What have I become? My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away in the end And you could have it all Upon my liar's chair Full of broken thoughts I cannot repair Beneath the stains of time The feelings disappear You are someone else I am still right here What have I become? My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away 
Now for the second half of the Extreme ECW live cast, and we're going to be moving on to ECW Hardcore TV episode 69, August 9th, 1994. Hope you just enjoyed that Johnny Cash, that Johnny Cash cover of Hurt from the Nine Inch Nails. So again, good pick there, Frank Alves. And we're going to be moving into this episode now. So get yourself situated, August 9th, 1994. While you're doing that. I'll read the little blurb to you, give you some time. On this edition of Eastern Championship Wrestling, witness the Sandman light up the Heat Wave Tour 94 in a match against Ray Odyssey. Yes, the surfer dude is back. <laughs> surfer versus surfer again. Plus, the Bad Breed take on the Spiders in a tag team match. Got to figure out who the fuck they are. Chad Austin faces off against Damian Stone and much more. All right, JV, you're good? I'm ready. All right. You guys should be ready. If you need more time, just pause. Then we'll be here for you. I'll do it as always. Three down to one and say play. Then we all click play. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. All right. Presented in the most complete form possible due to the original production technical difficulties. This episode is uh, 40 minutes and 58 seconds. So about 41 minutes. And we get to Whip Wreck recap. Oh, yep. no, Pitbull now. Now we have the Pitbulls, Mikey Whip Wreck. We can tell that the audio does not sound so great with this edition. Yeah, it's very low, and you just hear this guitar strumming very loudly. Yeah, so this is dubbed over music that the volume on it is way too high, and we can't hear the original commentary from Joey Styles in this opening recap, which is the Pitbull and. Mikey Whipwreck. I believe this is when Mikey Whipwreck is going to upset Pitbull for the title. Which would make sense because they want to build to that Jason storyline. Jason is the manager. And this music is unbearable. It doesn't match what they're trying to do. Oh, no, it has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> It's like country and very slow. Now has like a beat drum in the back. <laughs> Regardless, it's not helping us out with the opening of the show. But this is when Mikey Whipwreck pins Pitbull number one. Even though Mikey had his two shoulders down on the mat, <laughs> it could have been a double double pin. Well, yeah, Mikey wins the title here, and we know that he goes on to retain that title 
in numerous silly ways over the last couple of months. But now he will face the challenge at Hardcore Heaven of the Sexiest Man Alive, Jason, Jason Martell. <laughs> Lowdown on the Showdown rematch against the Pitbull. That wasn't a supercard, that was just another show. The Lowdown on the Showdown, which we covered. But it was just a regular episode. This music sucks. Alright, this better not be one of those fucking nine minute opens like last episode. Because I don't want to hear this bullshit much longer. I have to lower my own volume in a minute. <laughs> He's gonna break his neck. <laughs> Is that Willie Watts or? Yeah. Yeah. So we're at the Willie Watts time here. And we're in that same arena that had the Studio 54, the parking lot, basement, staircase place. <laughs> but here's another situation where the Pitbull would not listen to the referee, so the referee called for a DQ, and Mikey retains the title. So again, silly ass ways to retain the title for Mikey. And I think we're going to get a recap of all the times that he retained this title. <laughs> Jason gave a nice little kick there. A few nice kicks. Last week on ECW, Mikey Whipwreck. That's when yep, he defeated TV. Yep. Yeah, which we, we just watched. Yep. Jason break well he didn't win obviously. He won by DQ. Jason ran into the ring. The referee stopped counting for no reason. Look how cheap that sports channel graphic is in the top left. <laughs> it's awful. Italicized Times New Roman. Right, that's it. Or All it is. Helvetica. <laughs> Sans serif script. <laughs> Just plain as fuck. No color, no, no design. Alright. This should be the end of this opening. Or maybe a Jason promo is going to follow this. He's pretty jacked, though. I'm looking at the show rundown. Looks like a Mikey Whipwreck promo is coming. I haven't heard from him in a while. Which is probably a good thing. There's not much to say. <laughs> Whenever he has a promo, he's usually like, oh shucks, kind of guy. <laughs> you know, I don't know what's going to happen to me. <laughs> so yeah, basically, you know, they're yeah. still recapping here. Recap for this five is what minutes. they did before we watched Heat Wave too, right? Like the episodes leading up to Heat Wave were kind of the same format. Yeah. But hey, Heat Wave did not disappoint. No. No, it's good to get the build, and they throw in a few matches here and there. All right, Mikey Whipwreck. Shitty music still playing. I want to fight in my life. Not in kindergarten, grade school, <laughs> or even high school. <laughs> By the way, which I just graduated. I never wore one this belt either for the pit bull. It wasn't for the help of the Tasmaniac. 
And every week I defend this belt. I defend beat up guy. Beat up, beat up, beat up. So bad that it's good for me. Thanks. But there might not be a man, woman, dog, parakeet, or even child on this earth that I can beat. But Jason, I can take you. And this Saturday night, all the fans that come down to the ECW arena are going to get what they want most. Jason's humiliation. Jason, I'm going to humiliate you in the worst possible way. You're going to get beat. You're going to get beat by me, Mikey. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was good. That was a good promo. It's funny, he just graduated high school, he says. <laughs> Which I just graduated from high school. <laughs> There's no way that he, as an 18-year-old, is going in here and never took a beating in his life. He probably was taking beatings or even giving beatings. He's got to be a tough motherfucker. But he just looks like a little boy. So that's his gimmick. Wow, this is straight from the sports channel. We're gonna get sports channel on here the entire time. Yeah, right. This, this was taken from like somebody's VCR recorded this. <laughs> and that's Someone how they got this. <laughs> well, somebody probably posted it on YouTube, and WWF just took it and claimed it as their property. You know what I mean? They probably yeah. find a lot of shit out there that's actually theirs, but they don't have. So then they just yank. Ganked it. <laughs> Ganked, and then it's not available on YouTube anymore. <laughs> it's mine now. My graphic now, punk. They deboed it. Yeah. Now maybe if they find another version of it, they'll replace it. But just to have it all be completionist, they'll say, ah, fuck it, we'll just play this and put a little disclaimer at the beginning that says it sucks. <laughs> all right, the spiders. Bad Breed versus the Spiders. Alright, so I'm already going to put out the call to Rick Beebe, just in case I don't find information. But who the fuck were the Spiders in ECW? Let's see if I can't find out. Oh, okay. We just double check this to make sure. Spiders, not a new tag team, not new in the sport, have wrestled in Memphis. Decided they wanted some real competition. Got on a plane to Philadelphia. Case closed. Here they are. Axel Rotten shot in. Here comes the spider. Catches a boot to the face. And the itsy bitsy spider. Face first onto the canvas. All right, the spiders. And Axel Rotten All right, Rick Beebe, I don't need you. I found it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. It's pretty cool. The spiders are the headbangers. Are they? Yeah. No kidding. And we just uh, had one of the headbangers on the bottom line cast. Well, not as a headbanger. No. Uh, no, we were on. Bottom that we're was on our show we just did yesterday with uh, Talking Taker. Yeah, That's Talking right. Taker was uh, Chaz. Chaz, yeah. Chaz Worthington. It's always weird. It's it's not weird, but it's cool when I see guys on like ECW, and then we're covering them on like some other show where either guests. You know, doing a guest right. appearance on or on our bottom line cast show. It is funny to see. Because those are years later. Right. This, this is always behind whatever we're covering. Right. This is seven years behind what we're covering in bottom line cast. And this was eight, uh, four years. 
uh, five years before what five we years. did on Talking Taker yesterday. So these are the headbangers. They're in pretty good shape. Yeah. So they, they definitely go and have a, I guess you could argue, a more successful wrestling career than Bad Breed. Yeah, I would say so. Bad Breed doesn't really last. Kind of just breaks off and Axel Rotten goes on his own. Just becomes like this hardcore maniac. Wasn't there another spider gimmick that was uh, tag team, the Arachnids or something? Yeah, the, I think that was WCW. Maybe. Yeah, they had like the blue and yellow. Yeah, I believe. Or purple right. and yellow. Yeah. This is, they're both trained by Larry Sharp in New Jersey in the early 90s. Warrington and Ruth teamed up in 1994 as the Spiders in their home state for the NWA. They made it in they made an Eastern Championship Wrestling appearance in June of 1994. Which that date's going to be... Actually, is this... No, this is August. This is August. Dog, so that, they fucked up there. The Wikipedia. Yeah, because we haven't seen them before this. Right. And they and it says, though, losing to the bad breed. Axel Make, that update. Make that update on Wiki. Got <laughs> <laughs> to update that to August. <laughs> I put the episode, too. August 9th episode, 1994. Another generic tag team, though. Spider number one, Spider number two. Yeah, not creative. Yeah, it's I wonder Spider what they didn't two. see in these guys to keep them around long term. Because they, they definitely look like wrestlers. Right. They look good. Look at this. Oh! Fine plancha. Oof. Wow. They're, one side of their trunk says Spider one, Spider two, and then on the other side it says Arachnids. Yeah, it does. Arachnoids? It says, actually. It says Arachnoids. All right. It should say Arachnids. No, Arachnoids. It should. I, think, I thought I saw N-O-I-D-S at the bottom. Yeah, Arachnoids. And from here, they're going to go on to USWA. They're going to feud with the Rottens there. The Eliminators are going to be over there in USWA. So Perry Saturn and John Kronos. Yeah, yeah. And then they're going to make their way to ECW. They go to Smoky Mountain after that, and then they become the Headbangers. And they feud with uh, Rock and Roll Express. And from there, that's when they finally make their way into WWF. Actually, they start in the WWF as jobbers as the Spiders, the Arachnoids. So is John Kronos, is that what you said? Or Joe Kronos? John. John Kronos. John. Eliminators. Was he? Well, he was known as something else, right? Though. No, I think he's just Cronus. Oh. Yeah. So did you hear that last part, JV? That the Spiders they make their debut in WWF as jobbers, and they're the Arachnoids. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah, so that is what's on their tights, most likely. So that's funny. They go from being the Spiders here, the Arachnoids here, then they go, and they become the Headbangers. But then when they go to WWF, they Put this gimmick back on. <laughs> That's funny. Probably just because they were going to be used as jobbers and didn't want their faces to be seen before they get repackaged as the headbangers. I, I could see that. Like, all right, just use that other gimmick for now, and then we'll figure out what you'll be. Both of these guys are still alive, right? I believe so. I imagine so. Probably in their 50s. 
Yeah, they gotta be. I never knew which was which. Which one was Mosh, which one was Thrasher. Mosh is the, the shorter, stockier one. He's 49. Still alive. Glenn Ruth. So Mosh is Chaz, right? Yeah. Glenn Ruth was Thrasher. He's 51. Both alive. Ah, so was close. Hey, good match, though, going on here. Yeah, it is. Good tag match. It's even better to know that, you know, we're dealing with the headbangers in the in the match, not just some nobodies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he fell on his head. Shit. All of a sudden, I'm a little bit more excited about the match. I'm like, oh, <laughs> right, he's a real guy. <laughs> real guys. Yeah, I know those guys. They're headbangers. Yeah. These and guys he... actually turn out to be someone. Nat Spider fucking did land on his head. He banged his head there big time. Yeah. <laughs> with that doomsday device from the... From the rock. Oh! Oh, I gotta shut up. Public enemy. Did you hear That's about fun. the big baseball strike in the That's whole right, the country? Well, guess what, Rocco? There's not gonna be a baseball strike because this Saturday night at ECW Arena, there's gonna be a baseball brawl between a bad breed and public enemy. Swing, better, 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 swing. Take. <laughs> Me out to the ball game. Take us out of us out of our cell. cell. Buy us some peanuts with your food stamps. We don't care because we're the tag champs and it's root. Root, root for the homies. If we <laughs> don't win, then we'll quit. Because it's one, two, three, count your out. That's good shit. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was actually good. So they're going to have a baseball brawl match. At Hardcore Heaven. Bad Breed versus Public Enemy. And this card just keeps shaping up to be even better. Heat Wave 94 was the best one that we've ever watched. This one's already shaping up to be better than that. I don't think... I put I put together our, our notes for for when we get to that episode. and just I don't take notes on it. I just put down what the matches are. Mm -hmm. And man... Usually, the first half of the show is always shit matches. But this card, there's good matches in the first half of it and the second half of it. I'm looking forward to it. Hack Myers versus Rock and Rebel. That'll be probably the first match. <laughs> Hardcore Heaven. This Saturday night. All right, here we go. The Sandman versus Ray Odyssey from the Heat Wave you know, Tour. And this is back at that other location. The Studio 54 ring mat. Surfer versus the Surfer. Ray Odyssey probably asked, Hey, can I use some of those old trunks you're not using anymore? <laughs> that old Surfer wetsuit. Decided the Sandman to compete in an evenly contested matchup. And Surfer Rayonity taking to the Sandman. I like this guy. He's pretty good. He's got a lot of charisma. He does. People in the front row waving Sandman away. Get the hell out of here. Sandman taking his sweet time. Sandman's wearing the pants he'll go on to wear like the rest of his career. Probably the same fucking pair. Wearing those black and white 
pajama pants. What does it matter? He's caned everyone in the ECW, and isn't that what's important to the Sandman? I don't like the matches from this place, only because there's only the one camera. Yeah, it's that one angle. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, locking up here. Killing each other out. Big slap to the chest from Sandman to the other Sandman to the surfer Ray Odyssey. The smoking Sandman. <laughs> so there was Surfer Sandman, now it's Smoking Sandman. <laughs> and Sky Ray Odyssey is bouncing around the ring. He's got a, a lot of energy. Yeah, a lot of energy. He's comfortable on the ropes. <laughs> he looks like... What he looks like? He looks like uh, Jason Sensation pretending to be Owen Hart. <laughs> I've seen it. Or he looks like an adult version of a kid you went to school with, Kyle. Blackburn, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that same hair. Yep. Same blonde like hair. Like flopped around. <laughs> yep. As he hopped around like a frog in <laughs> recess. <laughs> Oh, I don't forget he would just hop around and be like, Ribbit, I'm a frog. And <laughs> like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember. I think it was your same group of your class at recess playing X-Men. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Running around. Like, yeah. I'm going Cyclops. I'm Cyclops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fun shit doing that. I used to play and I probably didn't even really know you that <laughs> no, no, we didn't really know each other. I used to play with Ange Andre Carrera all the time. Yeah, and I used to play with Andre Carrera all the time. Yeah. We used to draw together and shit. Yeah. Draw Power <laughs> Rangers and shit. I made a comic book together. Two <laughs> issues. Yeah. Oh, shit. After school. I wrote it. He draw it. I did the comic <laughs> bubbles and shit. Yeah. Miss Shaker helped us. It was wild. It was awesome. We, we never got to the coloring of it, though. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Which I, I saw him a couple years ago. He's working at a liquor store. I was like, hey, you still have that? He's like, nah. I don't have it. <laughs> he remembered, though. He remembered it. Yeah. Like all X-Men ripoff characters. <laughs> of course. We don't have imaginations. <laughs> yeah. I forget what it was called. It was like X-something, too, of course. Yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't have X-Men, X-Factor, or X-Force. <laughs> yeah. You know, what, what would a uh, fourth grader think to do? <laughs> X. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Excalibur. X Boys or something. No, Excalibur was a book. That's true, it was. <laughs> Alright, so in the middle of the ring. Oh! Oh, he kicked him. What if that was an accident? <laughs> yes! Oh, no, he's dead. Oh, my God. That's how he got out of it. I've never seen people use that. Yeah, Samuel was going for a pile driver. Pile driver. It, Ray Odyssey kicked Sandman in the face a couple times. But then when Sandman hit it, he looked like <laughs> he didn't mean to hit it that way. And Sandman still looked frustrated before even going back to work on him. It's like a mule kick. Yeah. I want to see people use that more now. That's a good spot. Yeah, so Sandman was choking Ray Odyssey on a second rope. Ray Odyssey fighting back now. 
he have two different shoes on? Did I was just going to say that. No, I didn't. I was just going to say, oh. did he lose a shoe? He <laughs> wearing socks yeah. on just one foot? Yeah. But I think he has... great Chuck Taylor on. I think he has different shoes on. Two separate pit. Yeah. Like he's a fucking three-year-old that doesn't know what shoes to put on. All right, going for a suplex outside of the ring onto the floor with no mat. Ray Odyssey's reversing it. Oh, good. Good thing he did reverse it because if Ray Odyssey got suplex, he was going onto that guardrail and bust his ankle. So Sandman takes the hit in the clean area outside the ring, but still on the pavement, nonetheless, on the concrete. So, sure doesn't feel that good. But Sandman probably already has a few beers in him right now. Probably not hurting him as much. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> nice spot from this from Ray Ray Odyssey. Jumping right out of the ring onto the Sandman. They're tossing him back in and going right up to the top rope. Sandman days in the middle of the ring. Drop kick. Holy shit. He lands it. That was a nice drop. Yeah. Fucking sent Sandman right down to the middle of the mat. Sandman rolls to the corner. Ray Odyssey doesn't let up. Keeps pounding away on him in the corner of the ring. Referee tries to get in the way, but Ray Odyssey hits him with a backhand. John Finnegan is now down. Freaking body slam. Ray Odyssey to Sandman going for his Veda bomb. Hits the Veda bomb, which is called the wipeout. No referee there because you just knocked him out, dumbass. Didn't you know your back of your, your hand or your elbow knocked out the ref? Don't you look for the ref when you go for the cover? <laughs> yeah. Just make sure he's available. <laughs> so the referee's down. Ray's attending to the ref to get him up, but. Sandman grabbing Singapore cane and he's tuning up. He's ready to go here. I'm disappointed there's no woman right now. Where the fuck's woman? Oh! Crack right to that head. And Ray Odyssey slash Spike Dudley is now down in the middle of the ring. Sandman gets the win. The referee magically wakes up just in time to make the cover. Sandman is now continuing to fuck up the surfer man. This is Sandman saying, I hate my old self. I hate when I was that. Having his own psychological problems. I'm going to beat up this surfer man because it reminds me of me. <laughs> if it lights up a cigarette, starts pounding away. Is anybody going to come? Who's going to help? Tommy Dreamer? Oh. All right, so we just go to three weeks, go see some more caning. Women to Mikey Whipwreck. And come on, that spot right there where Surfer Man's getting beat up. That's perfect for Tommy Dreamer to come run in. Uh, Tommy Dreamer drops the ball. All right, so we continue to see the brutal devastation of Sandman and his Singapore cane. He just wheels away on everybody. Oh, the fuck. Jeez, Tommy Cairo getting his ass kicked. This looks just as vicious the second time. Watch yeah. it. Here. Stevie comes in, gets knocked right out. Stevie's like, I'm rolling out of the ring so he doesn't keep hitting me. <laughs> Good move. That's what I would do. 
Man. Oh, Stevie gets right back in there and gets fucked up. No, that was Joel Hartgood. Guy's a monster. It's Tommy Dreamer making a big save three weeks ago. Well, right to the back of the head. Oh, and then Sandman takes one to the head. <laughs> that was funny. Tommy Dreamer's going to grab a woman here, right? That's where he kisses her. Yep, backhands. A woman. Tommy Dreamer loads up like he's going to hit her, but then just does what every other man wants to do. Me Too movement right here. Lays a kiss in there. Hey, she was, she was going at it, too. You like You want to touch a woman? <laughs> Sandman yells as he's nailing away on Tommy Dreamer here. Good shit. Right, we, ne we never did a time timestamp here, so uh, 27, 13, 14, 15. Oh, we're dead on. I was going to say, it seems like we're dead on because you're kind of saying, when I'm saying stuff, you didn't seem like off base. Back-to-back -back episodes. We're yeah, done. shit, right in tune. We're kind of Perfect. struggling the past couple episodes. Yeah, it seems like it's easy to get off, but... Nailed it. Yeah, it's only like 12 minutes left in the episode. Flying by two. Okay. Well, more recap here. Yeah. Well, we had two good, two decent matches. Bad Breed and Spiders, Definitely. and then Sandman Ray Odyssey. I thought they were both good matches. Yeah. Well, yeah. I thought I'd say, Ray, I actually enjoy when Odyssey's in a match. <laughs> yeah, each time. Yeah. He's somebody I look forward to now. Oh, Ray Odyssey, all right. It's going to be a decent match. Yeah. Get some charisma. See some new things now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Don't lay your hands on women. Fuck! I was going to break it over his head. This seems like more than what we saw last time. Yeah, it does. This seems like an extended cut. Yeah. All right, promo here. All right, so now we get into the promo part of the show. more times than Michael Fay has in his nightmares dreamer. Well, I was tasting this cane. You were tasting women's clips. <laughs> you know what? If I was you, I would have taken that same option. But you're out of options now, Dreamer. It's your turn to taste the Singapore cane. It's a choice of a new generation. All right. Decent promo there. Nice quick promo. And as I said, we're heading into, like, the promo video package portion of the episode. So we'll see some recap stuff here. <laughs> and we get this Hardcore Heaven preview again with that rock song. <laughs> Terry Funk standing away as the chairs come flying in. <laughs> Tripping over shit. Tripping over. Who's on the ground there? Oh, Johnny Grunge. 
But if it wasn't bad enough, he's like, alright, now I'm gonna pile drive you on all these chairs. Awesome shit. Same video package we just watched on the last episode. Take a look to see what else is coming up here. Yeah, it's gonna be the Terry Funk highlight package and followed up by the Cactus Jack portion of that video package that builds to the main event for Hardcore Heaven 94, Terry Funk versus Cactus Jack. Coming up after that, we're gonna get another match. We're gonna get lukewarm Chad Austin versus Damian Stone. So that's little Guido Nunzio. <laughs> Terry Funk with the insults always cool. God. Looks like Chainsaw Charlie. Shots. Yeah, he does. He looks exactly like Chainsaw. Looks like he's got a cast on his foot. <laughs> yeah. And yes, we know Terry Funk is Chainsaw Charlie. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks like <laughs> he's dressed like Chainsaw Charlie. We don't need a fact check on that one, Rick. <laughs> Roger that. We got that one. Alright, <laughs> 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 we're going to get a promo with Mr. Hughes and Angel again at the end of this one. So maybe this time we'll get to see some juggernauts. Speaking of X-Men. <laughs> 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 Juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. Wasn't that guy a wrestler? Am I wrong Vinny about Jones? that? Vin Jones, right? Oh, no. He was just a, like a fighter. Yeah, no, I thought he... Did he wrestle? I thought he did. He was like a jobber. Like a big jobber. Oh. Right, Vinny Jones. Or he died, I think. I'm going to look that one up right now. All right. Back yeah, into Benny that. Jones in the last stand. Nope, he was not a wrestler at all. He's oh. still alive. He was a former professional football player. Oh, Played okay. midfield. Football as in like soccer. Soccer, yeah. It looks like it could have been a wrestler. Well, I was thinking, yeah. actually, <laughs> I don't know why I, was, I thought that. I put that together but i know who you're thinking of but i can't think of it no i I'm, i was thinking back to back when we were like in elementary school you know the wizard magazines would always have the article where oh who would play these characters so they did yep. the x-men and for juggernaut it was vader big fan oh. vader so i was just associating that i guess with like oh yeah juggernaut was a wrestler but no I was wrong. <laughs> but I did think that Vinnie Jones was a wrestler at some point. It's not. There was a guy that was Tyler, a wrestler. Though. Tyler Maine. That that's what I'm thinking of. He was Sabretooth. Yeah, he was Sabretooth. Yeah. In the old, like the original X-Men movie. Before Hugh Jackman's all jacked up. Right, before Liev Schreiber played Sabretooth. Right, yes. Yep. Having his problems with Damian Stone. All right, we got a match here. Damian Stone, who's great mat wrestler, and Chad Austin, he's not too bad. So this could be a nice little match here. Sabu 
Now we have Jason out there, so I don't know what direction this match may go in, but I'd like to just enjoy some of the wrestling here until it all goes to shit. Oh, no promo? No mic work from lukewarm Chad Austin? Yeah. It's a mild, mildly disappointed. Yeah, because last time he got on the mic before the match. Jason looking on, but he's got to be thinking, Mikey, Mikey, Mikey. Little Guido rocking the mullet, too, in 94. Yep. Oh, shit. Chad Austin <laughs> dove right the fuck out of the ring in, from the corner. <laughs> Flew out of there. That ain't looking, like, natural. Yeah, that don't look like what's supposed to happen. Looks like maybe he was supposed to hit his ass on the turnbuckle and fall just down on the mat. He slid the fuck out. Alright, Chad Austin setting up to go to a high-risk maneuver. Whoa, 360 splash. Nobody there, though. Damian Stone right after him, stomping away. Little spin stomps. <laughs> Damian Stone versus Luke Warm. Chad Austin. We have a stone in here. Back body drop. Get the fuck out of here, Jason. Stop trying to... It's his go-to. Get a little bit more creative as a manager. You can't just dive in and pull the guy out. You gotta be sneaky, idiot. Chad Austin now playing hardball. And speaking of hardball, if there happens to be a baseball strike... Oh, so the strike hasn't happened yet at this point. Oh, that's cool. And you bring it to the ECW arena this Saturday night right here. Tell them Joey Styles sent you. You'll get a special discount off your ECW ticket. How's that? Joey Styles is telling people to bring their Phillies tickets. And Joey Styles will give him a discount. The Hardcore Heaven Show. <laughs> Joey's probably thinking, hey, maybe I'll get some tickets to games that I can still go to before it goes on strike. Yeah, really shooting on them there. Yeah. Joey Styles saying he's getting memos from Paul to uh, shit on Ted Turner and WCW. Lukewarm wins the match. Lukewarm with the W. Trying to pull a Mr. Perfect there, spitting the gum. Yeah. Just spit the gum out and then spit it back in his mouth. Catch it back in his mouth. All right, let's try to hit Paulie. We're playing the music super loud, though. Beating after beating after beating after beating at the hands of the sexiest man on earth, Jason. As the public enemy and the band take each other out to the brawl game. As Tommy Dreamer... Tries to give the kiss of death to the Sandman. Shabu and two Cold Scorpio will meet in the center of the ECW arena in a death-defying match. And Looking forward to that match. Will transcend the boundary of hardcoredom that even ECW has employed. Yeah. That last match looked pretty wild, but... <laughs>
<laughs> we didn't like it. <laughs> no. Might have to go back Probably and watch sloppy. it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what we were saying about it. That it was just looked sloppy. And they didn't know and it didn't look like they worked with each other much. Yeah, we're professionals now. Yeah. Maybe by this match they've worked out some kinks. The most homicidal, the most genocidal, death-defying athlete that has ever graced the squared circle. How can one man stoop to such death yet rise to such occasions? There I was, the demeanest, sleaziest, nastiest biker bar in New York City. There I was looking for the one man that was big enough, bad enough, rough enough, tough enough, quick enough, quick enough to control Sabu. There I was, standing nose to belly button with the most awesome human machine of destruction on the face of this or any other planet. 9-1-1. I reached out with my telephone and I dialed 9-1-1. And ever since that fateful night in January... Hey, that's a perfect name for 9-1-1 considering that Paulie's known for having his phone with him all the time. Like, 9 is his emergency... Yeah, call 9 His emergency yeah. backup. His body god. Can't believe this is the first time we've like. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? That. <laughs> That's gotta be what it is, though. And I hadn't heard that. I've read a couple ECW books. Don't mention that. That's gotta be what it is. I didn't think of that until he just said that in his promo. He called 911. Ugh. <laughs> Nobody pissed off 911 before? Bullshit. <laughs> Guy looks pissed. As... Guy looks mad all the time. Right. It's his normal expression. He's pissed. Push me out. Push me out. You got my attention, boy. Don't get the sidewalk saying. I ain't playing with nobody's kids. <laughs> You're going down with the sidewalk slam. I'm a violent man in a violent world. And this Saturday, you're going to find out how violent I really am. <sighs> All right, so here we are. We're on our way to Hardcore Heaven 1994 with that crazy promo at the end there. Looks like 911 was about to eat the camera. <laughs> I, think, I think we're going to get a good one here. Oh, yeah. Two weeks. Absolutely. Guaranteed. All right, so now it's time for the Extreme ECW Livecast. And the first thing I want to bring up is what's upcoming on the Extreme ECW Livecast. We just said it in two weeks. On December 2nd, we have Supercard Special number 7, Hardcore Heaven 94, from August 13th of 1994. I just want to run the card down one more time for you, what you have in two weeks. In part one, we're going to watch the first six matches. Hack Myers versus Rock and Rebel. Chad Austin versus Tommy Cairo. No DQ ECW TV Championship match. Mikey Whipwreck versus Jason. 
Tasmaniac and Snooker versus the Pitbulls. 911 with Paul E versus Mr. Hughes with Shane Douglas and Angel. Singapore Kane match of Samian versus Tommy Dreamer. Then we'll take a break and get to the second half of the show, which has the final three matches. The ECW Tag Team Championship Baseball Brawl match. Public Enemy versus the Bad Breed. Then you get Sabu versus Too Cold Scorpio. They're going to go about 19 minutes. So that'll be some crazy action. And then in the main event, Terry Funk versus Cactus Jack. The only thing I didn't like about these two rap- recaps is we didn't get any promos from Cactus Jack. Or really anything from Terry Funk. It was just their video packages. And that was it. So that's kind of a ball drop. I guess you don't really need to hype that up as much as the other things. Because people are going to see that match anyway. Like That's why they're going. Yeah, it's but true. It's a good idea to, to build up the baseball brawl match. Sandman versus Tommy Dreamer. Definitely Mr. Hughes versus 911 got the biggest promotion over the past two weeks. Like, it was constant. Mr. Hughes, 911. And then, uh, of course, Jason and Mikey Whipwreck. So, they shaped up the card really nicely. And I can't wait to go over it, watch it with you, and have it out for you guys in a couple weeks on December 2nd. All right, and then from there, let's give you a little rundown of what's coming up for the rest of the year here in 2020 as we get out of this shit-ass year. On December 16th, we're going to watch ECW Hardcore TV episode 70 and 71 from August 16th and August 23rd. On December 30th, we're going to go forward in time a little bit to to November 1998. And we're going to watch the ECW fan cam from Fall River, Massachusetts, from our hometown. So we're going to check that out right before the New Year. And then we'll be back after New Year in 2021 on January 13th with a special one episode of Hardcore TV. It's one of the most special ones, so we're just going to dedicate the one episode to that. And it's episode 72, August 30th, 1994. It's when Shane Douglas wins the tournament and declares the NWA Championship trash and declares the Eastern Championship Wrestling Championship, the now Extreme Championship Wrestling Championship. So that will be coming up on January 13th, and that is the turning point from Eastern Championship Wrestling to Extreme Championship Wrestling. So as we head into a new year, we head into a new era of ECW. So that's what we have coming up. Uh, Also, one last time, check out the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast with JV and I as we are covering the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. This week's episode, we are covering SummerSlam 2001 and the the go-home shows leading to that, Raw and SmackDown, then SummerSlam, the match between Kurt Angle and Stone Cold Steve Austin for the WWF Championship. Hell of a match. So check that out. Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, episode 93. Also, again, one last time, follow us on Twitter. Follow us at Extreme Cast. Follow us at Bottom Line Cast. Also follow us personally on our Twitters. Me, Mike Pruitt, at MPRU83. Follow JV at John Van Damage. And... That's all I got to say with the wrap-up here. JV, you have anything left to say as we head on out of here? Um, I do not. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in this week and listening to the podcast. We'll be back in two weeks with ECW Hardcore TV. And as we play ourselves out here, we got a request from Rick Beebe. It's Toad the Wet Sprocket. <laughs> wet Sprocket. That sucked. <laughs> Toad the Wet Sprocket. <laughs> Butchered it. <laughs> yeah, my fault. Anything with the same two letters, the back-to-back words, I'll fuck it up. Toad the wet sprocket.
And this song is Fall Down. So take a listen to this hit song from 1994. An underrated song from 1994. I wouldn't say it's exactly a hit. But it's a song nonetheless from 1994. And some of you all remember it. If you don't, take a listen to it now. All right, guys. Have a good one. See you in two weeks. So long.